How we doing? Ryan DeCarmine here. The date, October 5th, 2020. Party background noise. The lawnmower man has uh, decided to see how close he can get to me. I'm outside because it's October and I like it in October. And won't be too many more days like this. It's gonna get cold and um, I'm just enjoying the weather while it lasts. I was in the heat for eight months, a year, for five years. So, um, you know, I'm enjoying this while I can. Today I wanna to talk to you about something. It's been a long time coming. I've honestly made audios on this in the past and they have made the round small scale, small scale. Um, I actually had a witness to this and um, I had them come on before I had even um, spoke to them about it in a long time because I didn't want to front load them. I wanted their honest take on what they experienced, what they saw on this one. So I thought it was important. And it's so pressing now, right? So pressing. And you know, I ought to have my teeth kicked in for not pushing this harder years ago, right? And uh, I knew there was something to it. And you look at the you look at the world now. My life personally now, and it just makes. I mean, it's just it's like prophecy, right? Not to be an egomaniac, but that's kind of what it looks like. Kind of what it looks like. You know, something's trying to let me know something that's going on in the future, and uh, the future's now. So here we are. The future's now and what's going to happen in the future if we do not combat this properly. So that's what I'm trying to do. My goal here is to get you to see that I had something tell, tell me about these things sometime back. We're talking 2012 or so, okay? That's a ballpark figure is when this experience happened. And it goes a little something like this. I go and I lay down in bed and I go to sleep, all right? And I have this experience where it's kind of like it's in the dream state. It's kind of like a dream, but it's something else. And you know it's something else. Um, it's a lot of things we could call it. It wasn't just a dream, though. I've had several of these things in my life. Um, it's been a strange life. And this one, what it was, was... I found myself in this almost like a holographic construct. It was another version of reality. And as I pop into this reality, right, I find myself literally in a boxing ring. I'm in a fight with another individual. And we do, we do our man dance or whatever, and uh, I handle my business. And I go out of the ring, and I go and, I go and get in this line where everybody's so far apart. <laughs> This is 2012, right? And everybody's in this nice little line. It's nice and neat, and everybody's so far apart. And um, as I stand in the line, all of a sudden, someone comes from behind me and tries to shoot, and I assume kill me. I hate assumptions. But they get, they're behind me, and they got a gun. They're they going to shoot me, okay? 
They're going to kill me, hurt me. And before they have a chance to do that, somebody pops up from behind the counter and shoots and kills them before they can kill me. Are you with me? So they pop up behind the counter and shoot someone else that's behind me trying to shoot and kill me. And they take them out before I get taken out. Okay. In that moment, as we're all sitting in our little single file line, right, so far apart, this big thing comes over me. says, we got your back, right? We got your back, right? So the thing that came over him was basically, you're in a fight. Something's trying to take you out, kill you, whatever. But we got your back. So right when that showed, we got your back. The we got your back part was so strong. Okay, just boom, just hit me hard, right? We got your back. Something's trying to take you out. You're in a fight. We got your back. So there's, this, there's the experience. Now, what happens in this moment is that stops. And these double doors open up after that, okay? Double doors open up. And when the double doors open up, I am looking at a dark-skinned nurse. What I assume is a nurse. I hate assumptions, like I said. <laughs> but she, you know, she's dressed like a nurse. She's got the hat on. She's got the white outfit on. And in her hand is a syringe and a needle. And when I see that syringe and that needle, I immediately, bam, wake up. I wake up. Pew, come out of bed. I wake up and I'm like, whoa. And these, these experiences, like, you know, you have dreams and then you have these other things. And I'd love to have a categorization of what these things were, are. Um, I have my own model, but I'd like to like have more data before I unleash that. Um, but, you know, this wasn't just a dream, but something else. I've had several. And so I come up, and as soon as I wake up, my arm hurts. This is 2012 or so, y'all. Somewhere around in that area. Like eight years ago, man. Maybe longer. And my arm hurts. And I look down on my arm. It would have been, oh, wow. Let's see. Yeah, I want to say eight or nine years ago. I look down at my arm, and what do I find? What looks like a needle mark. Okay. Yeah. I mean clear as day needle mark. Like, no doubt needle mark. Like, that's what that looks like. Well, obviously a little taken aback from such a thing. How does this happen to you when you have a so-called experience like this? How do you actually have the physical mark? Okay, how's that possible? So I come out of bed, and, and, and you got to keep in mind, I'm having all these strange experiences that show themselves as paranormal, okay? I mean, from 2006 on, my life's like a, you know, you could write a book about it. It's, it's crazy. And um, so it's another one of these, and I'm like, but this one's got physical evidence. So I get up, come out of the bed like real fast, <laughs> real fast, and make a beeline to my mother, who was a registered nurse, by the way. All right, so, you know, she knows what this is, these look like. 
I walk right up to her. I stick my arm out and I say, what does that look like to you? She looks down. She looks at me. And she says, well, it looks like a needle mark. I said, exactly. And I turn around and I'm walking down the hall at this apartment we're in that we used to own. I'm walking down the hall and as I'm walking down the wall, I have this, it's almost like a message comes over me, right? I'm walking down that hall and it, it hits me hard. It's like, that's not gonna be enough. Now I, at the time, very much rejected this. I said, well, that's not gonna be enough. I said, man, if I, I tell my mom anything, man, my mom's got my back no matter what. You know what I mean? That's not gonna be enough. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, just stop. You know what I mean? Whatever that was, just chill. But thank goodness I listened and I got right in my car and I went to someone's house. Okay. And I go to their house, <laughs> drive up and lay this bombshell on them, right? Like stick my arm out, look, what's that look like to you? He says what it looks like. So there's a witness that saw it. And we took pictures and everything, but I don't know where those pictures are. I mean, it's been a long time ago. Just to be honest with you, I have no idea where those are. But it looked like what it looked like. All right. It looks like, you know, exactly what it was. And um, so fast forward to now. I find myself in that location of that person that was the witness under very hostile circumstances. My mother has done like this 180 thing where now she just does not remember it anymore. But I find myself in a very odd place with my mother right now for the first time in my life. That happened about June. Okay, where a series of events took place, and I'm not going to get into all that, but let's just say we are not how we used to be, which I would have never told you in a million years. There's no way me and my mom are where we are right now. It's just, in my mind, that was impossible, okay? But the impossible has taken place, okay? Me and her are not how we used to be, and this happened in June, Okay. That wasn't going to be enough. 2012. And if you look at me and my mom's relationship where it is now, and that crazy train wreck that happened in June, that set up a bunch of nonsense, all right? I mean, shady. That I think my mom, too, is a victim of, in my view. I don't think that's all her. I'm not blaming all her fault, blah, blah. Mm -mm, no, sir. No, I think we're both victims. I hate victimhood, can't stand it, right? It's to show weakness in my view. But, you know, the events happened, right? And we've, we've been messed with, period. My mother and me have both been messed with in my personal opinion. Then and before then. That's another story altogether. The path of the experiencer is tricky, y'all. And um, everybody thinks you're nuts. And anything they can do to try to discredit people like myself, they will do. 
and I got forced. They tried to force me into a, trick me actually, into a crazy place, a mental institution. I also had some other things happen that I am not prepared to speak about now. I'm just not. And there may also be a link to that experience and this event that I will not speak about now. Um, and uh, so this has a dual meaning to me and you're getting one of those meanings now. You are not getting the other one. Mind control is a fact, people. It's time to get hip to it. And uh, I feel like that's shown to me because I need to let you all know about it. And some of the pain that I've been through and will probably go through in the future very probably needs to be documented. Because I have... I don't know this for certain. This is just a working hypothesis that I cannot prove at this time, fully. But I'm not too sure that I didn't get a uh, an advanced <laughs> an advance on this vaccine they're they're talking about giving you guys. Okay, they're wanting to force it on you mandatory life. I'm not too sure that I didn't get an advance on it years ago, as in seven or eight. kind of the guy they test to see if the vaccine is going to do what they want it to do to all of you and your kids and your grandkids. I've had a rough, I had a rough couple of years, y'all. I couldn't walk a year or so ago. I fought back and was able to walk again, right? Um, and I, in my view, have been under attack off and on for a while now. I've been taken against my free will, abducted. I've had things happen that when I tell you what they are or how they look or how they show themselves to me, right? You just get told you're crazy to the point I was, they tried to force me, trick me into a mental institution. Now I go in there, God only knows what happens to me, especially in Tallahassee, Florida. The tyranny in Florida starts there and branches out throughout the state. You people in Florida, you better get hit to it. And my mama's there, which breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. It's her decision. So, that's the story of that. Again, I share these experiences with you. Some of these things I can prove. Some of these things are working hypothesis. I have a witness on this. It's just like... Why would I put myself out here? I mean, believe me, I'm getting messed with enough. When I lay my head on a pillow out there, I had to go out. I had to go out last night and literally in the cold, it got down to, it's supposed to get down to 37 last night. I had something messing with me in that house last night so bad that I had to go outside and pray. Do you understand? It was cold. For me anyway, because I've been in Florida for five years. It was cold. I dragged myself out there at midnight, get out of that house, because I've had something messing with me off and on all the time. It gets real bad during the full moons, just before the full moons and after the full moons, it gets really bad. 
Um, this has been going on for four months straight. I don't have a car. I don't have a phone. So I'm just like sitting here isolated. Isolate and mess with, right? Isolate and destroy, right? It's kind of how it feels like my life is. But uh, there's this other thing or there's something I'm here to do, right? And, um, it's, I'm, in my view, it's very important. And I've been saying it for 10 years. To help facilitate the transformation of consciousness on this planet, right? Find out who's who in the zoo. Who wants to do something for real, make this world a better place. Based on truth and transparency. And not just bitch about it on Facebook. Go and create safe spaces so spiritual beings having a human experience can properly evolve. The keyword properly. I've been saying this for 10 years, ladies and gentlemen. And would you please look at the world and see where we're at? Will someone start listening to Crazy Ryan now? You were right, Ryan. Seems like to be the hardest damn thing for anybody to say in this world. And it's just like, in my world at least. And I don't know. I guess I'm getting a little fed up with it. I get frustrated. I write things I shouldn't. I do things I shouldn't because I've had a frustration. Please forgive me. And every time I get frustrated and do something like that, I'm reminded of another experience I had. And it's running around out there if you want to hear it. It's called The Accident. It's on uh, YouTube. The Accident. And that's when I was young. That's the first time, apparently, they tried to take me out. Yeah. Those aren't my words. Those are James Gilman's words. So, don't say Ryan's crazy. Go call James Gilman crazy, too. He's a legend in the space. He would say he's nobody. <laughs> Inside joke. Trying to get a hold of you, James. Couple months now. Our communications are really being messed with, brother. Try to find me. I try to find you. We've got an interview to knock out. Been a long time coming, man. Watching a jet fly over with calm trails, not to be confused with those other trails that hit this place. Man, I tell you what, it's like the spring is personal here. <laughs> I'm telling you, they come right over the house low line and just <clears throat> spray all kinds of metals, and my body's changing. We're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. You know, um, I would think by now some of you are looking at crazy Ryan going, well, maybe Ryan wasn't as crazy as everybody thought he was. Maybe he's on to a thing or two. Ten years plus telling you about these things. So, um, you know, I say I'm Ryan DeCarmine. Right? Ryan DeCarmine, the Rodney Dangerfield of self-mastery. Because I'm a self-mastery ambassador for over ten years. And I don't get the damn respect I deserve. And this is just kind of how I feel. So... Time's come, y'all. You know, it's like, we're here. I have been waiting 15 years for this moment. And I did not release, realize how unprepared I was. In a lot of ways, I'm very prepared. Very well researched. Been doing a lot of things underground. I just in my little cave because I'm poor. When it comes to money anyway. And I... Uh, as the dragonfly just scans me. Well, it's just like dragonfly circling me. But um, 
I am. You know, I've been doing a lot of things underground, behind the scenes, in my own little cave, right? And uh, it's just time for me to branch out and um, try to find like minds so we can go create this new thing, right? This new way of doing things in the world, right? Based on truth, transparency. And I gotta create those safe spaces, man. And it's hard to create a safe space in my own place that I am now, because why? No call, no fellowship, hardly to speak of, okay? No phone, 700 something dollars a month. I mean, you know, the cards are very stacked against me. Does not mean I will quit or fail or anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm on it, right? I'm willing to go out on my shield for this one, all right? That's what my life's about, y'all, okay? So, you know, if I go out on my shield, it'll be better than going out on my knees. That's how I feel about it. Ryan DeCarmine. Been needing to knock that one out for a while. I've, I've done it years ago, and I shared it a little bit, but when you got as many, um, <laughs> when you are uh, flagged by mistake on Vimeo and you're 40-something uh, bots trying to stop you from what you say and do on Facebook so anybody can see you, it's hard to get to you guys, all right? You got a phone that, you know, <laughs> my phone story is just, my phone stories are just, they, they're another audio. I can't even go there. That's just too much. They're trying to disconnect us. They're trying to isolate us. Six-week social distancing. Get hip to it, humans. You take these machines that we talk on all the time, portable ones, and probably throw them in a Faraday cage somewhere and only use them when we have to. You want to know the truth? Faraday cage. And go back to hard lines. Sorry. Sorry, kids. <laughs> to be prepared of bad news. It's either that or you can run around like a robot. Your head turned to cottage cheese because of the frequency. But you figure out a way how to mitigate it. Which people are trying to figure that out now. Do you really want to take a chance? Because I think I got to advance on some of these things. On the films of the vaccine. If I'm wrong, please forgive me. Maybe I was blessed and forces at work took care of that for me, but I damn sure had the mark. Why? We're all sitting in that line like that. Again, I'm not for certain on what that's all about, but damn, does it look... I mean, me and my mom's relationship, it's like they knew my mom's relationship and me were going to be like that. It's like they knew it ahead of time, eight years ago. It's too perfect. Oh, it's too perfect. So, be advised. We need to come together. Seriously, we need to come together. Stop talking on Facebook and everything else and get together as human beings. All right? There's the divine human and there's that other human <laughs> that they're wanting to make. All right? Robo-human, right? <laughs> ah, I'm good, right? Let's, let's figure out what the divine human can do and while we still can be divine humans. So that's what I would say. Right? Learn from my mistakes. Learn from the pain that I've been through. You know? I think that's what part of this is. All right, y'all. Number love. Appreciate your time. Have a blessed day.